America's number one show on pop culture and politics. This is the Michael Medved Show. And another great day in this greatest nation on God's green earth. A great nation that is coming to terms with a great tragedy and a hideous crime that was committed yesterday. The uh, murder of six people, uh, six people including three children. Uh, one nine, another nine, and one eight about to become nine. It, it is so appalling when you think about it. And yes, it's appalling that we don't know what to do about it as a nation. Uh, or do we? 1-800-955-1776 is our phone number. Uh, there's a great deal of conversation about this, especially with some of the details about the uh, shooter, whose name is Audrey Hale. And uh, watching this stuff come out since last night, when it was first revealed. It's been very confusing and difficult to uh, get the facts. I mean, one of the things that people say is Audrey Hale was transgendered uh, and that uh, it, in that capacity, given the fact that she was transgendered, uh, she was not really, in real terms, a one of those great rarities, a female school shooter. Uh, according to everything that I can find, the police, who have been pretty authoritative and responsible in their statements about what's going on concerning this horrible case in Nashville, uh, say that uh, she was transgender, uh, but uh, she was born female. And she was born female, but a LinkedIn profile believed to be hers uses he him pronouns and uh, suggests that Hale was recently living as a man at what point in life did she become transgender uh who knows by the way what what is the politically correct thing to do when this psychopathic killer uh ends up uh being a, a female who thought she was a male is it appropriate to refer to her with he, him pronouns or which pronouns? Or isn't that just appalling that people are trying to use this politically? There were a couple of comments this has been uh, called uh, attention to by C.C. Cook at the National Review. There are a couple of column, uh, comments by... Uh, people in the media suggesting that somehow what drove this young woman who had recently decided to live as a man, uh, what drove this young woman to her crime was intolerance in Tennessee for uh, people of a transgendered identity. Uh, and even trying to associate this with a with the idea of uh, uh, being opposed to uh, drag queen shows. It has nothing to do with this. Uh, the, uh, the video, which I'm sure many people have already taken a look at, the video which shows her uh, shooting through the doorway and the glass doorway in the school and breaking into the school, uh, shows her walking in wearing camouflage pants, body armor, 
uh, carrying her full arsenal of guns. The uh, latest news shows the Nashville shooter purchased seven guns legally and used three of them in the shooting. She also indicated, I am planning to die. Uh, the mayor of Nashville, uh, David Briley, had, uh, had this to say. And again, I think it reflects a general sense in the country, though the specific direction we are supposed to go is unclear. This is the mayor of Nashville, David Briley. Listen. We need comprehensive gun reform to address mass shootings, domestic shootings, accidental shootings, and homicides. If we can all just come together for this and for the greater good, we can take these weapons of war off the streets of our country. I know that we all want to live in a safe environment that allows everyone to go to work or school and feel and be safe. We all want to live up to our greatest potential. And it's my responsibility as the mayor of Nashville to try and make that happen. Clearly, the victims of this shooting deserve our prayers and our thoughts, but they also deserve leaders who will step up and take action and do something to get these weapons off our streets. For a moment, let's be honest about what happened. Last night, innocent Nashvillians were terrorized by a man with an AR-15. Let's be honest. Some people see these weapons as having a purpose of terrorizing other people. It's happening too much. Enough is enough. And uh, uh, again, very understated in his tone, but that speaks for a great many people. One of the points that was made today uh, on Morning Joe on MSNBC was that for most things that happen in this country, it is it is not true that you say look at them and say, well, there's nothing we can do about it. And something like this, the, the problem of school shootings, and yes, it happens elsewhere, but it doesn't happen elsewhere nearly as frequently. Why should this particular problem, which is so hideous and so tragic and so nightmarish for every single parent or grandparent who sends a, a, a beloved child off to school, uh, our oldest granddaughter is uh, is six, and uh, we were with her for for much of uh, yesterday and yesterday evening. But when uh, first of all, it, it, it's impossible, and I think it's wrong to even tell children about events like this. But uh, the idea that there is nothing that can be done nationwide to make schools safer, especially a school like this, which uh, apparently the tuition was $16,000 a year at the Christian school that was victimized by this shooter. And again, the mayor of Nashville uh, described it as a man with a gun. 
this is a man who uh, was born and raised female. Uh, the police said, we have a manifesto, we have some writings that we're going to over that pertain to this date, the actual incident. So said Police Chief John Drake. We have a map drawn out of how this was all going to take place. Uh, there was also a friend who recalled her faint memories with Audrey Hale at the Nashville School of the Arts from around 2011 to 2014. What she did was unforgivable, but when I knew her, she was a sweet and funny girl, the friend told DailyMail.com. When she came out as trans, female to male, no one was surprised. She really didn't fit the school shooter archetype. I don't know what would have happened to turn her into this person we see on the news. Everyone in my graduated class is losing it on Facebook. Really, none would have seen this coming. Uh, the friend referred to Hale as her because she knew the suspect as a female before the 28-year-old transitioned after graduation. Uh, we went to Nashville School of the Arts in high school where we had several trans students and others who were part of the LGBTQ community. The friend said we were both in visual arts classes together and she was very involved with the school and had several friends. Uh, we will be right back with more of the reaction and what the reaction should be to this horrific event coming up. 1-800-955-1776. The Michael Medved Show. Medved show one of the questions is not only what do we do now but why is this happening now uh, there there was a point that was made by Joe Scarborough this morning he had a actually I think some very telling comments we're gonna share them in a moment but one of the points that he made and and it's entirely true and I'm sure everybody who follows the news closely will uh, remember this reality, which is that when Columbine happened, which was 1999, it's uh, now you're talking about a quarter century ago. And when that Columbine killing happened, uh, it, it, it was so traumatic and so shocking and uh, so horrific that uh, and precisely because no one was used to it. It wasn't an established pattern yet. We hadn't had this explosion of school shootings. And that doesn't mean that there weren't incidents. People always go back to look in the 1960s with the, uh, uh, the, the criminal who went up, actually as a former Marine, I believe, but he went up to a, a clock tower at the University of Texas and just started shooting at people. That was shocking. But the whole idea of students, of young people, uh, coming in and deliberately trying to shoot up a school, uh, there have been so many of these incidents, and they all blend together in one more horrific than the other. 
the Uvalde and Parkland and uh, and you name it. It it continues and continues. Why now? What's changed in America? And I do believe there are a lot of people right now who are writing and trying to analyze the impact of the the copycat syndrome. The idea that the more that this kind of horror happens, the uh, more likely it is for people to obviously become obsessed with guns. And uh, the idea that Audrey Hale bought, she's 28 years old. And she is just recently transitioning to be a man. Is this uh, her idea of manhood? Was buying seven firearms and then hiding them from her parents who she lived with? And uh, again, the, the details about the killer, which we knew nothing about yesterday when, when we were talking on the air, we now know a great deal more. There are pictures of her. The pictures of her almost all uh, show her as a female. And uh, uh, they, the, there's a, the Daily Mail spoke to a lot of classmates of hers from art school. And uh, a friend referred to... Uh, uh, Hale and said, we went to Nashville School of Arts in high school where we had several trans students and others who are part of the LGBT community. Uh, and the uh, she apparently was a talented artist. You, you can see some of her work. Along with participating in the same clubs, there's a friend who also knew Hale as a team player. We ran track together as well. Uh, for Martin Luther King Jr. School. That was a sister magnet school. And she was a great part of the team. The friend added, I'd never defend anyone that would hurt a child, but really, it's still really hard to believe that she did this. I thought for sure it was a mistake at first. The whole situation is so surreal. She really did have a good group of friends, and she did a lot of projects and school activities, not at all what you would expect from someone in this kind of news headline. The, um, the DailyMail.com obtained pages from the Nashville School of Arts alumni page where several former classmates of Hale were in disbelief. This is crazy, all, one person wrote. I'm sure all of us could say the Audrey we knew back in high school was so opposite from who they were this morning. It's uh, tough enough to grasp if we even knew Audrey, you know. I know this is a shock to the NSA, the National School of Arts family. My heart breaks for those sweet families who lost loved ones this morning. The uh, Nussi School of Art and Design said Hale was a 2022 graduate of their Nashville-based school. In a statement, the school said Hale was, quote, a talented artist and a good student during her time at the college. Uh, this is what it came to. The police body cam footage shows officers going room to room looking for the shooter before neutralizing her. There, there were only 14 minutes of time between the first 911 call when that was placed and when the officers... Uh, killed Audrey Hale. Some of the body cam footage sounded like this. Clip 9. Let's go! 
Metro Police! Bathroom, bathroom, small bathroom. Clear. Next, let's go. Door with me, with me. Hold the door. Next. Open it, I got it, I got it. Let's go. Move right. Hover. Hover left. Hover left. No, that's locked. Go, 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 go. Okay, that's um um the police were in the parking lot originally when that tape began, and uh, she was uh, firing at them from the second story window. Uh, and uh, and then they've actually published uh, some of the the still pictures uh, showing her uh, t twisted in in death. Uh, the entire. The entire episode is is unreal, and I I do think that when we look at this, it it may be because it is so bizarre and it is so chilling. This is one of those cases, maybe like Uvalde, which provoked some federal action. But um, could there be more federal action? to help make sure that people who are clearly mentally ill and it is coming out that she was receiving some kind of treatment i mean her parents who seemed to be responsible and good people who lived with her uh that she hid the seven guns she purchased from her parents can we make it more difficult for people like audrey hale to get guns we will be right back on the MedMed Med Show. I agree with you about 99% of the time. I appreciate your pursuit of truth. The Michael Medved Show. You're one of the most brilliant guys on the air, TV or radio. The Michael Medved Show. And on the uh, Michael Medved show, uh, there is some good news uh, on <laughs> the firearms debate front. Uh, there is a uh, uh, actually a, a bill that was just signed uh, in Virginia that has support from everybody, people who are defenders of the Second Amendment and people who are calling for some steps to make uh, guns less lethal and and easily misused misused uh, Governor Glenn Youngkin put pen to paper on a new bill making it easier and more affordable to lock up firearms now what is he talking about I think this is a brilliant approach we've endorsed this on the air before but 
a $300 tax credit in Virginia will now reimburse anybody who buys a gun safe or a lockable gun container. The mission of this new bill is to reward gun owners for securing their firearms and preventing guns from falling into the wrong hands, whether that be children or thieves or who knows, just crazy individuals. When firearms are the number one killer of children in this Commonwealth of Virginia, something must be done, said Lori Haas, who is the uh, president of the Coalition to Stop Gun Violence. This is a great first step. It doesn't force anybody to do anything. It's up to you, said the head of the Virginia Citizens Defense League, uh, whose name is Philip Van Cleve. If you want to buy a gun safe because you think it would be good to have your guns locked up when you're not using them, that's a free choice. The legislation got approval from both sides of the aisle during a politically divided General Assembly, which is a rare occurrence. Both the NRA and gun control advocacy groups have also voiced support. This is, again, uh, one of those things that makes you think that uh, we, we should hear more from Glenn Youngkin. Because one of the things you, you, you reach for and hope for here is some voices of sanity from the conservative side, from the Republican side. And Glenn Youngkin, it seems to me, with his support for school choice, which is a crucial issue, his uh, support for this kind of common sense gun safety measure, it, it's, it seems is exactly what's needed. The, the point that everyone makes about this is it's not compelling anyone to lock up their guns. It is rewarding people who do. Uh, at the same time by lowering their tax burden. Why wouldn't this be followed nationally or uh, state by state? And nationally, given the fact that we pay much more in taxes to the federal government than we do to any state, even the very high state taxes, uh, it would probably be remarkably easy to adopt something like this. And uh, the, the idea that it should be brought into the conversation, it seems to me, is appropriate. Uh, here is uh, w one of the points made by Joe Scarborough this morning. And I, I do think, uh, obviously, I don't agree with Morning Joe generally. But uh, he, he does come up, it seems to me, with some appropriate, insightful, and important remarks from time to time. This is one of those occasions. He asks uh, how we would react if this shooter had had a, an organized terrorist agenda. Uh, listen, this is clip one. So if this had been a Muslim shooter, uh, then uh, we would have seen uh, a, a thousand bills being proposed for more things that Homeland Security could do. And, and Willie, this whole idea that every time a horrific tragedy like this happens, if you even talk about trying to do something uh, to make our schools safer for our children, people say, oh, there's nothing you can do. You, they, they, they say you can do something for everything else but this. Okay, and then he makes this point 
which hit me particularly strongly because I remember Columbine. It just wasn't like this uh, 20, 30, 40 years ago. Uh, listen, clip two. For people who say it's always got to be this way, no, it, it doesn't. And it didn't used to be this way uh, until just, I've got to say, the extreme glorification of guns and 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 hyper individualism that suggests that all the rules that used to apply just no longer apply anymore. Okay, and the point being that try to think about how rare school shootings or mass shootings generally were before Columbine. And of course, the the more violence there is, the more people are afraid the more guns they try to purchase and acquire for self-protection and uh, we become a more gun-saturated society. Uh, Morning Joe, Joe Scarborough, former Republican congressman from Florida, uh, said this about the mainstream. Uh, this is clip three. The overwhelming majority of Americans want more gun safety laws. The overwhelming majority of Republicans want guns, more gun safety laws. The overwhelming number of, of members of the NRA want more yeah. gun safety laws. They, they want universal background checks. They want these red flag laws. Uh, they, they would love, I, every gun owner I know would love tougher gun laws, yeah. forcing safe storage at home because every gun owner like myself, uh, they're, they're, they're locked up. They're safe. And they're they're accessible, but they're locked up and they're safe from children or from somebody else who may be troubled who would get that gun and cause harm to others. People in Congress are actually going to give a damn about what the majority of Americans think. One of these days, they're actually going to have rules in the United States Senate where you don't need like 80, 89, you know, people to do what 90 percent of Americans want. 90% of Americans want increased, they want universal background checks. They want all these things you're talking about. And we're letting some yahoos run around. And uh, the, the idea of what the polling really does say, uh, there's a uh, most, one of the most recent polls was in August of uh, last year of 2022. And a poll by the University of Chicago Harris School of Public Policy and the Associated Press uh, uh, National uh, Center for Public Affairs Research. It showed 71% of Americans say gun laws should be stricter, including about half of Republicans. The vast majority, it's actually 88% of Democrats, and uh, a majority of those in gun-owning households. Uh, this is uh, the last comments made by Morning Joe. Listen. This is a sickness. And, and it's not an American sickness. Let's be very clear about this because 90% of Americans want to do something about this. This is a sickness among a small subset of Americans who have twisted and perverted the meaning of the Second Amendment in a way that is unrecognizable and is leading to the deaths of our children, leading to parishioners in Christian churches, leading to the death 
of, of Jewish worshipers in synagogues, leading to people going out shopping for groceries, leading to people being gunned down at sporting events, leading to people. I could, I could just go on and on and on. Well, you know, he can't go on and on and on here. Nikki Haley uh, actually participated in a town hall where she spoke out on this issue. And uh, I'm not sure if this response is actually going to help her in her struggle to become a primary contender. We'll be right back. Mass murders just keep coming every day, and we have losers in Washington, D.C., losers who would be fired from any other job if they said, yeah, boss, we got, we've got something that's killing people, and, and we can't do anything about it. That was uh, Joe Scarborough. Uh, in his show this morning on MSNBC, reacting to the latest horror out of Nashville. And one of the reasons this, this I think, strikes home so, so deeply is this was, a, uh, according to all reports, a lovely Christian school. Uh, and one that uh, people paid a lot of money for the tuition was it is about sixteen thousand dollars a year and uh, these are parents they they showed a one of the photos that uh, has been circulating was a photo of, of a pastor Scruggs uh, with his daughter Hallie who is well just the most beautiful little girl and <laughs> She looks like one of my granddaughters. That's why I think so. But she's no longer alive. She's one of those nine-year-olds who, who perished just senselessly. And in New Hampshire, Nikki Haley was doing a town hall. And she, of course, I, given that it was yesterday, was asked to comment on the deadly school shooting in Nashville, Tennessee. The Republican presidential hopeful started her pitch by addressing the shooting, of course that's appropriate, and telling voters she wants more metal detectors, not more gun control legislation. She called for schools to have one entrance and to use the metal detectors there. It's okay if there are metal detectors, there are those guests coming in and out, and kids see them at an airport. They see them wherever they go. Why don't we do that to protect those kids, Haley said. Everybody wants to talk about gun control. My thing is, I don't want to take away your ability to protect yourself until they do those things that protect those kids, Haley continued. The, the idea of metal detectors is certainly not a bad idea. Uh, having uh, more police resource officers, as they are known, on school campuses is a good idea. Now, the craziness is, in reaction to the George Floyd killing back in 2020, there were all over the country 
moves to remove school resource officers from campus, which, of, of course, only increases the vulnerability and the danger. Uh, this entire matter is, is un, unreal and disturbing. Uh, the police chief, uh, John Drake, uh, gave some of the first information uh, about Aud- Audrey, uh, who uh, was involved in, who was the killer, and who died, but Audrey Hale. He uh, uh, gave the first information yesterday, or actually it was the, last night, about her identity as a trans-American. This is clip two. Yes, from our investigations tell us that she was a former student uh, at the school. I don't know what grade she's attended or grades, but we do uh, firmly believe she was a student there. Did she identify as transgender? She does uh, ident- identify as transgender, yes. Police continue to investigate a motive, but say they have a theory. There's some belief that there was some resentment for having to go to that school. Uh, don't have all the details of that just yet. And uh, and that's why this incident occurred. Uh, and again, uh, because she did write a manifesto, we will obviously hear more about that. One of her former classmates... Uh, whose name is uh, Avariana Patton, uh, said that she received texts from Audrey Hale uh, before the shooting. And then she spoke about that with CNN, clip eight. I just just couldn't believe it. Like, I didn't affect to know that I did. You know, I tried to reach out, you know, not even knowing that it was her. I, I, I didn't, I just... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where she, where she was. You know what what she was dealing with. I just I don't know. Like uh, no, nobody knows, of course. But that doesn't stop uh, people on the left from politicizing the murders. ABC's senior national correspondent Terry Moran uh, thought that it was necessary in this context, this horrible context, to uh, mention so-called anti-trans laws that were recently signed into law in Tennessee. Uh, This is clip three. The shooter has been identified as 28-year-old female Audrey Hale, said she's a former student of the school and confirmed that Audrey Hale was a identified herself as a transgender person. Uh, State of Tennessee earlier this month passed and the governor signed a bill that banned transgender medical care for minors, as well as uh, a law that prohibited adult entertainment, including male and female impersonators after a series of drag show controversies in that state. Okay, uh, do you think this was really a protest for that? And by the way, it's so... Uh, it uh, it seems to me despicable to say that it banned medical care for uh, uh, trans uh, children. No, it did not ban medical care. What it banned was when you were a child before puberty, uh, getting surgery 
uh, or taking hormones that had irreversible impact on your life, that changed your body in a fundamental way. And it binded it only for minors. Uh, there was also a tweet from Reuters that came out this morning, and it says, former Christian school student kills three children, three staff in Nashville's shooting. Doesn't that sound like it's meant to, in some sense, blame the, uh, uh, the, the fact that she once went to a Christian school, to the horror that happened? And yes, and then there's Joy Reid on MSNBC, who uh, also seemed to suggest that uh, anti-trans, anti-gay uh, sensibilities in the state of Tennessee were somehow responsible for the shooting in Nashville. This is clip 3.5. In the state of Tennessee, which, you know, ironically, is the Scopes Monkey Trial State, right, where they used to have a law against teaching evolution in public high schools, in public schools, they now are racing to enact these First Amendment limiting laws to limit things like drag shows. You have rampant book banning. I think Tennessee might be the most aggressive book banning state, even more so than Florida. And so they're essentially saying it's too dangerous to allow children to be exposed to a drag show. A drag queen is, in, is dangerous to children. These books are dangerous to children. But when it comes to guns, they're like, no, put more guns where children are. It is. It is an irony that's hard to get away from during this time of moral panic over books, history, and drag shows. I mean, first of all, the only guns, more guns where children are, should be in the hands of guards and in the hands of school resource officers. Uh, I don't know if uh, Joy Reid took the position that others did after the George Floyd shooting that, uh, that school resource officers should be withdrawn which is a terrible mistake and is the wrong thing to do. And the other thing about uh, the uh, banning uh, public school drag shows, what we are talking about is not trying to control what children can see. It's, it has to do with using tax money, public resources, to uh, promote things that may, in fact, be age-inappropriate. And uh, the, the idea that uh, Tennessee is somehow uniquely guilty in this situation is, um, is bizarre and wrong. I'll tell you what else is bizarre and wrong, is the inability of so many parts of the United States or the country in general to deal meaningfully with the homeless crisis. There are some numbers here that just released by the Commerce Department that are unbelievable, particularly regarding uh, the state of Washington and in particular Seattle and King County. We will get to that and to much more that needs to be considered in this greatest nation on God's green earth.